I got nothing. I'm let's dude, go. My life You're is for me. Let's start. Shit. Let the heads hit the flow. Let the heads hit the flow. No. What? What? No. I, I hated uh-uh. that. I don't even. What the heads hit are the floor? What are you doing the, it on purpose? What the bodies man? hit the floor? Doing I was purpose? doing. Are you yeah, trying to I bother mean, me, dude? <laughs> I think all the time Brett's me. initial job is to just try to. I think we have established that like Brett lives in 1998 exclusively. Hang on a guys, second. Guys, to, to confirm Nick's statement that he just made, when you guys were talking about different brain sounds, uh, I was thinking about the Rachel Lee Cook drug uh, commercial where she's like, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. And she's like smashing an egg with a frying pan and mm-hmm. like, and this is your life. For, so that's um, hang on a totally second. tracks. When Nick Actually, was hang on so a that second. that tracks with 1998. <laughs> hang on a second, Brett. I need to do a quick survey here. Uh, first of all, I'm going to dispute that dis- that Disturbed Auto came out in 1998, but we'll get back to that in a second. I'm going to need to do a quick survey <laughs> here, here on everybody, and if I could just have you repeat one of them word for me, and that word is egg. Let's go around the circle. <laughs> you- all right, Blake, you want to start? Egg? Yep, that's the one. Next. Egg. Thank you. Egg. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> Egg. Uh-huh. Uh, everybody's saying it with such... Uh, I'm confused uh, as to what's happening here. Aaron, so it's your turn, man. Yeah. It's your turn, man. Egg. 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 So, <clears throat> this is the way that people <laughs> around here say it. I don't know if it's a West Coast thing. Brett has led me to believe that because he is by far the worst out of all of you. Uh, Aaron, <laughs> you get this? first prize for most Midwestern accent. Me? Uh, yes. Thanks, the proper dude. way to say egg is egg. The, That's not, what I said. Egg. Yeah, not egg. Egg. <laughs> egg. I definitely didn't say egg. 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 Are we? This is a. This egg. is a whole. Okay, obviously, whole I'm exaggerating it now. Yes, it is. It's I'm a regional dialect. I'm just pointing out a regional dialect. I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm just doing a survey, sure. folks. Science. Yeah, but it's, so my Brett point is that I don't most wrong. No, he said it the most differently from correct. <laughs> this is most definitely. I said it's just <laughs> science. It's not. I'm not so saying. Wrong. Wrong. I'm not <laughs> I got nothing. Master Blake here. Thanks so much for listening to Dice Boys again this week. This is um, this is a pretty fun one with some some cool uh, different stuff. <laughs> I don't know how I could be more vague, uh, but I, I'm pretty excited to share this. So uh, let's do a quick recap and get into it. Last time, in the aftermath of the betrayal by the con man Chaz Hestron a.k.a. Horatio, our heroes heatedly discussed their next steps. After some reluctance from Alok, they all decided to pursue Chaz and confront him, the mysterious Larry, and the rest of the Order of the Dark Chalice. Meanwhile, Dodge went to investigate some strange runes in the barn where he had an encounter with his old, let's say, acquaintance, 
the Ratfolk TP. Despite the other Ratfolk wanting TP to kill Dodge, TP instead reminded Dodge that he had seen Chaz slash Horatio back in the city of Goldcrest, down in the sewers near something he called, quote, the singing door. TP and Dodge made a pact to work together toward mutual interests and were quickly confronted with the rest of TP's ratfolk companions who were not happy about TP's new arrangement. A fight broke out, but after a pummeling gear barrage from Biggle and a titular apropos heaving of halvesies from Alok, the remaining ratfolk fled in fear. Will Dodge convince the rest of the crew to take on TP as a party member? And will it prove to be a boon or a curse? And how will the journey to the city of Goldcrest go? What dangers will our heroes face on the way? And what will they encounter when they get there? Let's find out. Let's head down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. So the five of you have had a pretty eventful evening. Uh, only mere moments after Horatio revealed his true self, uh, Chaz Hestron, and took the astral serum from you and rode off, uh, you were in a fight with some rat folk. One of which is standing there now covered in the blood of one of his companions and wiping his knife wiping blood off of his knives and taking this blood this bloody knife belt from his companion and tying it around his waist with his other knife belt uh dodge you know that this is tp he's kind of turned on his companions to hopefully join with you all, but the rest of you don't know that. All right, stand down, fellas. This here is my uh, my friend TP. You may remember him. Uh, Yeah, I remember him. As I pull my axe out of the right. now just, like, destroyed <laughs> rat folk that was in front of them. Okay. Sling it over my back. Take off my, uh, my belt of dwarven kind and my curly beard just shrivels up into my mouth like I slurped up some pasta. Oh my god. Jesus. So you guys still like pasta now? You think it's cool? <laughs> <laughs> pasta will always delicious. be cool in my house. Okay. Um, <laughs> he says. <laughs> what are what are the rest of you doing as you as you recover from this scene? From this encounter? I'm going to just, like, stand in front of TP. Is it, like, what time of day is it's it? It's night. Is it's, it like, night time? in the middle of the night, yeah. Um, I'm probably going to start getting, like, a fire. Going. So you just turn you like, just turn around, and you're like, ah, whatever. And you walk back into the farmhouse. Yeah. I'm going to okay. say, hey, wait, boss, wait, wait. Yes? Now, listen, I know it's been a long night, but, uh... Don't you think we ought to leave town? Like, right now? You know, I didn't think about that. It's probably a good idea. They might know where we are. We're, already, ready. We're already set to go. 
I assume you're coming with us, TP. Uh, he looks at you, and he's... Um, it's hard to read him, uh, his body language, but uh, his his fur bristles a little bit. I'm actually going to speak up before he says anything, and I'm going to say, "Okay, uh, boss, me and TP got we got something we got to do." And what is that? Well, well, let's just take a take a trot on down to the farmhouse and. Take a look, see what I found in there. Uh, you, you mean into the barn? Yes, into the barn. See what I found in there. Okay. Then you'll meet back up with us? Or do you want us to come with you? We, yeah, ever. <clears throat> let's all go. Okay. Lead the way, Dosh. And I'm just going to show them the runes. Okay, yeah. And should I role play the explanation, the backstory explanation, um, or shall I just give it to them? What now? Wh- Here what back? What backstory explanation? I'll I mean, just I'm tell them quite... that uh, what TP told me. So, like, I know that he was fucking that the Horatio made these runes, yes. and also what TP told me about how he saw Horatio in Goldcrest. Yes, and. Also, some fucked up runes like that, allegedly, in yes. the sewers? So, yes, he had seen, uh, he has a vague recollection of having seen these in the sewers, and he thinks that they are orcish. But anyone else who looks at these runes, uh, the, the the other four of you... That's a big fuck no on that. Um, wants to... Uh, what's that? What's a big fuck no? On them being orcish. Yeah. Uh if anyone else wants to do a uh, arcana check or an insight check on these runes, go ahead. Yeah, I will. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I want. Um, I rolled a fifteen. Okay. Same. Uh, I rolled a sixteen insight. Sixteen insight from Matthias. Uh, okay, Pickle, uh, what'd you roll? I rolled a seventeen. Seventeen. Uh. Arcana. Okay. Arcana. Uh, uh, Arcana. I always say that word wrong. Yeah. That's my Midwest. <laughs> uh, yeah. Arcana? Arcana. Well, I'll take an Arcana, You guys please. got any more of that Arcana? Uh, here's what I'll say. Uh, I think it makes sense for uh, Alok to be able to confirm that these are indeed orcish. And uh, Matthias, you... Uh, can probably confirm as much as well. Um, I mean, you all rolled right around, you know, 15, 16, 17. So um, with the, but for the two wizards, um, I'll say that uh, you, you do note that it's blood. And while you don't necessarily recognize these runes, uh, your suspicion is that there's some sort of uh, communication it's it's some sort of communication thing happening. Not, uh, Wait a minute. Uh, Didn't we see Horatio take some like fucked up drugs? Uh yes, you sure yeah, did. Yeah, he had the syringe that he would like sh- slam into his you chest. Sure did. 
And so what do we suppose the explanation for that is now that we know he's not actually doing some future juice so that his bones don't turn into weird time mush (laughs) or whatever the fuck was going on with that. (laughs) I just assumed it was some sort of potion that was allowing him to, like, you know, keep that form. Yeah, he was like on some kind of haste, haste high or something. That is. Oh, is uh, he like staying awake or something? Correct. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, it, but I mean, in mechanical terms, in mechanical terms of the game, he he suffered like multiple levels of exhaustion by the time right, it was right. all done. Yeah, yeah. I got there. So here's my question: If you knew all this stuff was happening, TP. How come you didn't tell anybody? <laughs> uh, That's a good point, boss. And I'll pull my axe back out. He, uh, his whiskers bristle, and he says, uh, "He says we left a note. You always leave a note." And I told Dodge, yes. I already told him that I'd seen Horatio, as you call him, in Goldcrest. Now, I know that all of you do not like my pontificating about uh, the, the problems of the upper class, but this is a situation where um, the language of the oppressed is violence. And what we're looking at here is a member of the oppressed, and we have experienced the violence. I, for one, think that this is the least um, compromising uh, companions that we have had in all of our journeys, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Did you know, Matthias? Did I know what? About what TP is talking about. Did you know? Oh, no, absolutely not. I, I'm from uh, Gold Bridge. I know the names are very similar. Uh, Goldcrest is a rival city. Our, our football clubs fight each other all the time. And, and <laughs> I won't get into that. This is my younger years. But, uh, yes, he's, he's from Goldcrest. I'm from Gold Bridge. Why didn't you present us with this information, Dodge? I'm doing it Why now, man. We us? just found this out. Wait a second. The wait a second. You've seen me walk on over here and see what wait was going on. For the last, like, 48 hours, you've been giving me so much shit about how I didn't have a plan. All I care about is money. When are you going to get paid? You don't want to do all this hard work. And you knew all along that this guy was uh, maybe fucked up and going to fuck us over? Oh, my. Is that what I'm hearing? Dodge is experiencing, like, the the anime headache uh, thing (laughs) where, like, the (laughs) sound and there's the um, little, you know... I don't yeah, know what your to face call gets the symbol. More, it gets yes. it gets more cartoonish, yes. and the little the little lines come off. Yes, your body comes sprays splays out. Yes, yeah. I know. I know. All right, I know me, the anime let, move. Yes, let me let me set the record straight for you. Okay, I'm not really sure what you mean when you say all along. Okay, but if I do remember correctly, there was more than one concern raised by the staff regarding the trustworthiness of this individual regarding the worthiness of the mission at hand 
all of which were disregarded by management. But that's not really the point. The point is that I just now got out of this damn barn to find out about these fucking runes, and here I am telling you about it. What do you mean all this time? We're not talking about the runes, Dodge. We're talking about what TP just said. He had told us that he had told you this information earlier, well, and you did not bring it I to mean, us he until said, just now. He said... The point I'm going to try to get across here is <laughs> we can't keep doing this. This boss-employee relationship. We are all now potentially fugitives. And if we're going to make it out of this, we have to work together as a true team. Well, I am no longer at this point going to be able to implore you guys... This isn't the organization of the Black Goblet, as of right now, does not exist. We are fugitives. We have to work as a team. The whole boss-employee mentality needs to end here and now. And we have to work as a team if we're going to take down Larry and truly build what we want to build. Well, you'll get no argument from me there as far as retiring, but... uh... With regards to what you, with regards with regards to what <clears throat> the information that my friend here brought me, my question to you is: Do you think you'd recognize one rat folk from another? I just absolutely assume, not. Yeah, exactly. I just assume he was talking <laughs> mess. Some other ugly ass motherfucker down there in the sewers fucking around. Wait, real quick. We got he a lot more information that, like, now. TP had said no offense, that like he left and had left like a note. Um, what did the note say? Is that this thing? And I will produce that patch that we found at the bottom of the well. Yes. And and it says um, behind the darkened corner. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. What, what is this? You is this your note at the bottom of a well? TP looks at you, and he he walks over, uh, so much smaller than you, Alok, but he walks over uh, unscared, unintimidated, and just, or seemingly unscared and unintimidated, and walks over and grabs it, and he says, yes, that's the note I left. Okay, so... Why wasn't I shown this note? Why wasn't I provided with this information? Uh oh, I, I can't. <laughs> I didn't think it was a clue. I didn't think it was a clue. But you, no one ever talked to me or Biggle about this. How are we supposed to be a team if we can't communicate with each other? You guys take all of this information that you have, and you don't present it to us or tell us anything, and then you're upset because we don't know what to do. How are we supposed to build a plan, educate ourselves, and move forward if we don't have all the information accessible to us that you guys do? Look, and that's what I'm trying to say. To, to no, listen to me. That's this what I'm trying to say is we are no longer able to do this. We have to be a team. I don't gonna, want to be your boss anymore. I'm going to walk up to Yanyan and just put my hand on his shoulder, and I'm going to say, all right, Yanyan, here's some more information I just now got. You know what old boy was doing over on Goldcrest when uh, my friend here ran into him? He was exterminating rat folk systematically. Now, I don't know what you think these runes might be. I don't know too as much far as about I can tell, it. They're a way to communicate. Yeah, with who is the question? 
And Probably Larry. I know you guys are all mad at Larry and this and that, but... Well, for one thing, we agree that there's a bigger problem first of getting the fuck out of here. And number two, maybe we could agree that there's a bigger problem than Larry out there doing some real weird shit. There's always going to be a bigger problem, Dodge. But the biggest problem we have now is being a team. Did you just Qui Gon? That's gin? what I'm trying just to say. Qui Gon Jin. Yes. There's always a bigger yeah. fish. <laughs> God. We need to. We need to be a team, Dodge. That's the thing I'm trying to say. You always come at me, you and Matthias and Alok, about how I don't respect you guys. I'm trying to do that right now and tell you that I want to be seen as equals. I want to be a team. That's the only way we're going to take down Larry and any potential big problem. We can't continue to withhold information from each other, argue about stupid shit like money, and just, I can't do it anymore. Well, Yon Yon, this is your chance to take us seriously. We're talking to you, and we're telling you that we need to do this. We need to take on this problem, and there's inequity. So you can either be with us or against us. Yon-Yon, we want to work uh, with you. We're here, aren't we? We could have left. We've been double-crossed. It is time for us to take what actions we must. And yes, that means that we are a team. And if you do not want to be the boss anymore, then you need to take a little bit of the direction from what we're doing. I trust TP. I trust what he's been through. And if anything, he's the most trustworthy person that we've had along on all of our journeys. So I say we move. We get going. And this team that you want to happen will happen while we go on this journey. Uh, TP is leaning up against the wall, and he's a, uh, he's listening to you all. He's, he, he glances up every now and then. Uh looking at whoever's talking at a given moment. He's adjusting. Me and TP are about the same height, right? Yes. Uh, he's adjusting the belt, and then he pulls a knife out, and he points it toward Biggle, who's like, you know, 10 f- feet away or so. And he says, well, what about him? Is he still a boss? And what about me? Am I on this team? Or am I just Dodge's weird friend? Hmm? You're always going to be Dodge's weird friend, bud. But, uh, I mean, do you have any idea where they would have gone? He says, uh, fair enough, just so I know where we stand. Uh, he says, I know where I saw these runes in the sewers. I can get you there. As to who made them, or as to, uh friend and he points with the knife at the hole in the barn uh he says uh where that the, the hole in the barn that you know Horatio made when he drove away as to our friend I don't know exactly where they are but I'm hoping that as a team <laughs> we can all find them and we can all and he jabs the knife into the wall. Or, or uh, no, he uh, he throws it into the ground. It hits the ground. And uh, he says, we can all get a piece of the action. Well said as always, TP. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go then. I just want to get this mission over with. 
I, yeah, but you've been waiting on you numbskulls for the last 20 minutes. Buddy, this ain't a mission. I, this is your life. Man, I, I like this guy. TP, I, you're all right by me. Let's get going. Uh, his lip curls, and he, he shows part of his tooth, part of his teeth on the side. I'm gonna um, look. I'm gonna look at TP, and then I'm gonna kind of like side glance at Alok, and <laughs> I'm gonna say, you know, TP, you ever thought about a career in management? <laughs> and then uh, start walking away. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, his fur bristles yeah. a little bit. Wow. <laughs> uh, all right. So you guys are gonna head out now, then. You're going to hit the road now in the middle of the night. I have is just to keep it on yes. path with what, like the way that things as Biggle has Biggle been healed fully. No. He, no. he has, he has okay. gotten some healing, but if you guys head out now, you can, you know, find a place we to stop and short camp rest, eventually. Probably. Yeah. Okay. You can short rest yeah, really I think out dice, now or you I think can we really want to go to town on traveling. Um, Yan Yan will also walk over to TP and like put out his hand and say, Welcome to the organization of the Black oh Goblet. God. Oh God! Uh, he he looks at again. Hard to read his body language, but he looks at your hand and he looks up at you, and his uh, his fur bristles a little bit. Um, and then he uh, are you like putting out your hand for a handshake? Is that what's going on? Yeah. Uh, he puts his fingerless glove. Leather, fingerless leather glove, gnarled, gross, greasy rat hand into your hand and uh, very firmly shakes it and says, uh, As I told Dodge, the enemy of my enemy is my, well, I guess, <laughs> fake boss. <laughs> Uh, great. So you guys are going to head out tonight. Uh, it's a relatively clear night. Uh, you're, you make quick uh, work of getting all your supplies and stuff. TP doesn't have anything other than his knives um, and his punk rock battle vest. You guys begin to head out. Uh, I just want to be clear about a couple things as you are, uh, you are heading straight to... Goldcrest, is that correct? Yeah, wherever TP said that the runes or the other runes were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. back down to the town of Goldcrest. So uh -huh. um, we should be clear about something. Uh, it is about five days by foot from uh, where you are, the Port of Legs, back to uh, Clifftide, and then another like three to four days from Clifftide to Goldcrest. So you're looking at like eight to nine days on the coastway road but you have this rat folk guy with you uh this is potentially problematic um to i mean it's it's it's, it's no, you're dude, traveling it's with a villain 
We do that thing where whenever we go past other people, he gets underneath my robe and I stand on top of him and we look like a tall person. Oh my God, dude. My God, dude. Uh, yes. 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 Got, yes. It. Got it in one. Blake Hooper <laughs> slammed it on him. Slam yes. dog boys. Swish, dude. Oh, <laughs> that audio, no. my dude. <laughs> yeah, you just got fucking so, Michael Jordan, so. dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking Larry Bird, Aaron is Michael Jordan. <laughs> Six-time champion, dude. Uh, the, perhaps the most timely reference you could make. Uh, hey, uh, you know who else is? You know, uh, Michael Jordan's from Chicago. Did you guys know that? <laughs> and me and TP, this is the beginning of our blossoming friendship. Yeah, when you are traveling down the road as you hop you on his shoulders, coming I have you. a really important question: Who is the legs? I'll put it delicately. Who's the legs? TP. TP. Yeah, I gotta have 100%. the human head, dude. We can't yeah, pee. That's, that's the whole point. point. Yeah, regular shoes with yeah. a rat face. Oh my god! Oh, it's the tallest rat face oh, ever. Super rap. <laughs> it's not weird now because he's super tall. <laughs> An insanely yeah. tall rat. Um, it took it, it took me a long time to convince him of that though. I had to roll like a lot of charisma rolls. Oh, oh, did no, you? Okay. No, this is not. No, I'm I'm saying that this is not a thing. This is not a thing. You don't have a cloak. You don't have a. You don't have a cloak. That's not a thing. A, oh, I'm sorry, Blake. Twice the size of your body. You don't have. Let that. Me, I get. No, I, I have get a question, my Blake. Overcloak. Yeah, I have a question. You don't Blake. know what I'm kind of clothes I packed hear, in my did bag. Did you not hear the very, uh, like, the undeniably loud, the deafeningly loud swish sound? <laughs> did you not hear that? <laughs> With the buzzer, hear that just... the buzzer in the background. <laughs> so we, you're telling me when you're traveling down the road and you see someone coming at you from the other opposite direction, like confrontation of souls, D.H. Lawrence style, you know. <laughs> you you know you're gonna walk Jesus, past this person, dude. Come on, just like that. Look, this, like, this is really simple. There's someone's walking ahead. When they see somebody, they make a whistle, and then the two jump on top of each other's shoulders, throw the cloak on. Done and done. Are you telling? We me stand that, behind. I mean, we stand behind a lot. Telling me and that I assume Matthias is up in front as a tiger. Here? An impassable desert. Are we about to walk into that? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, why don't you here's for for the just just for fun and because we are playing D and D, so let's let the dice dictate how this goes. Just for fun. <laughs> uh why don't you why don't you biggle roll for putting on cloak. Roll a performance <laughs> like, roll. Hang on a second. Dude, like, whatever it takes to roll some I, dice. I now have a question that I didn't have until you started talking about Lawrence <laughs> of Arabia, which is No, not Lawrence of Arabia. Exactly D. Where the Lawrence. fuck are we? Oh, okay, I was thinking about the scene in Lawrence of Arabia when he meets the guy. The when the guy comes out of the mirage, and then shoots his companion. No, DH Lawrence. We are some cinephiles, are we not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that's T E Lawrence. Anyway, <laughs> we got there, folks. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> anyway, Biggle, uh, I want you to roll. A performance role, and you can do this at advantage because technically TP is helping you through this. He's giving you the help action, which gives you advantage on this. So this is just one mm-hmm. universal role to see how. Me yeah, TP he's are part of this. Now. He's part of this. He doesn't want to get assassinated by people on the road. We're the same size. 
Look, you guys don't understand what it's like to be really short. We, we're on the same team. Yeah, so roll at advantage, a performance roll. No. I rolled a 15. Okay. Oh. That's, that's enough to convince a passerby. Passersby. So just a guy with a weirdly small head. During... <laughs> Exactly. A it's like the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, yeah. 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 Really <laughs> Nothing oh but a God. small head. Uh, all right. Great. Well, swish, I guess. That, that swish is for you guys. Hey, everyone. Dungeon Master Blake here. Just wanted to take a quick break from the game to tell you about our friends at Black Rabbit Service Company. Black Rabbit Service Company specializes in the sales, installation, repair, and service of all coffee brewing and dispensing systems. With over 25 years of combined industry experience and a true passion for specialty coffee, Black Rabbit Service Company is the clear choice to help you level up your coffee game. Let's, let's say you're Dernan, running the Yawning Portal Inn in Waterdeep. When road-weary or aspirational adventurers come through your doors, you want to make sure that the coffee you serve them matches your legendary reputation. Well, Black Rabbit is here for you, Dernan. Just, just grab the nearest internet wizard and go to blackrabbitservice.com. That's blackrabbitservice.com. They can consult on your new layout, recommend equipment, sell you what you need, install it, and maintain and repair it over the years to come. So if a troll attack happens again and the steam wand gets broken on your brand new fantasy La Marzocco espresso machine, no problem. Black Rabbit will get it fixed for you faster than you can say mending spell. So if you have any specialty coffee needs and you are in the Pacific Northwest or the LA area, you don't need to look anywhere else. Head on over to blackrabbitservice.com and level up your coffee game. That's blackrabbitservice.com. So the five of you plus TP head out down the Coastway Road. Now that you've solved the problem of figuring out how to disguise him when other people are nearby, I, I, like I assume that like you're kind of trading off on scouting ahead, and oh, yeah, okay. We also we didn't solve it; we slam dunk okay. it. Um, yeah, the swish sound. It, it, it was the middle of the night when you guys left. So how how about how long do you travel before you stop to take a rest? And is it a long rest? I, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say I would say probably a long rest. Are we would be good. really taking the road? Great question. Mm. I feel like I we thought we were following my. No, 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 no. We're following my my dragonfly, aren't we? No, we're going to Goldcrest. No, we're going to we're fo- we're going. TP's leading us to where the runes were in the sewer. Oh, okay. I mean, okay, okay. Uh, ostensibly, uh, you Got guys it. like you guys can surmise that this dragonfly is likely to go when you're you know about ten days travel away from a city. This dragonfly is likely to go toward the city, which is the same place that TP is taking you. So the dragonfly is likely going to be more useful once you get into the city to 
kind of hone you in on where this place is. Ah, uh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, right. And we can, we can, um, I, we can go over that once you guys arrive. But uh, sorry, go Yon-Yon ahead. Yon-Yon will Yon-Yon. just say, oh, he'll just you know look at Dodge. Dodge, what do you think we should do? Should we travel on the road, or do you think we should go? You know, I'll take your lead on this one. You too, Matthias. You're good at tracking. What do you think we should do? I think it would be better if we were, our description were not available to those who might ask who was coming down this way. Okay. I believe that we should travel on the road for speed, but if we are going to rest, we should take, um, you know, some time to go deeper into the woods so that no one would find us in camp. Okay. That is a little different than what Dodge said, it sounds like. Like, Dodge, you're, it sounds like you're wanting to not really be seen by anyone. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not looking to argue about it. Oh, okay. I just want to get the fuck out of here. Okay, great. Yeah. No. All right, so uh, you guys are going to go with Matias' plan then? Like, let's use the road. Yeah. It's the fastest way, but, you know, like, when we need to take breaks, let's get clear of the road. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. Great. Not a problem. TP is down to help with the getting clear of the road and finding, like, you know, helping to scout out, like, a good, a good place to make a camp. So uh, what I want to do, uh, this is, you know, like I said, it's about eight to nine days. You will be passing right through Clifftide, incidentally, because the Coastway Road takes you right through Clifftide on the way to Goldcrest. So we shouldn't go there. Okay. You guys want to <laughs> circumnavigate Clifftide and I mean, we can like go around it in a night, right? Mm-hmm. Presumably. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be the best decision. Okay. Uh so what I want to do because because this is a long this is a long traveling time, right? It uh it's one thing if it was like a day, two days, uh but it's it's almost 10 days travel. You know, classic D and D would have us just like roll some random encounter tables. Um, that doesn't really, I mean, that can lend itself to good storytelling, but um, you know, nobody, I don't think any of us want to just like roll for a random encounter. All right, you fight an owl bear, cool. You know, like like we're tr- trying to do something a little more elevated here. So, uh, but I also want to keep that spirit of the classic D and D a little bit. So I I want to try something. If you guys are down. Uh, and if this goes well, well, we will employ it, and we can tweak it and add little flares to it uh, uh, as as this adventure goes on. Um, because you know the world's getting bigger for you guys, um, so uh, you're likely to be going on longer and longer journeys. Uh, Airship. As, as, Airship, the- <laughs> airship, airship. Yes, yeah, you find. Yeah, how'd yeah. you know? That's what I was gonna say. You stumble upon an you airship. All get motorcycles. <laughs> we've we've grown accustomed, Blake, to uh, being able to. Dude, if we get like, motorcycles, I want a three wheeler. Motorcycles. No, uh, talking. What well, <laughs> you want to be Axel from Twisted Metal? I want metal. mine to be made <laughs> like out of bones. Arms in a, like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. So, uh, what we're gonna do is, you guys sounds are, like we're getting motorcycles. Uh, you guys are all, <laughs> you guys are all gonna roll a d twenty, and oh. if you roll a ten or higher, you get to describe something good that happens to you all on the road. If you roll below a nice. ten, if you roll below a ten, you have to describe something bad that happens to you on the road. 
And obviously, again, I have full DM veto power on this, but I really want you guys to come up with, like, what was this 10-day or 9-day journey like with this rat folk guy? Like, what happened to you guys while you were journeying there? Obviously, you didn't, like, you're on a, you're in civilization. You're on a main road that people travel all the time. So it's not like, you know, a fucking dragon came through and just ate you all. But, like, let's, you know. I, I'm really intrigued to hear what you guys can come up with, and without uh, you know dumping out the whole cereal box, if you roll a nat twenty, could be very good for you um, on this. So this is a this is this is Blake's random encounter variant. Blake, I love this, and I can't wait 1. to tell 0. you what I rolled. Okay, can I use inspiration to roll two dice on this roll? Uh, you know what? Great question. Why the fuck not? Hell yeah. What? Great question. Oh Let's my that's a God, very that's dude. such a power gamer question, Aaron. That is <laughs> I know, dude. I know. I need something good to happen to me. I need that D twenty, dude. Or I mean I need that Nat twenty. Uh all right, so uh, I'll go around. Are you, you pre jacking the, the are you pre jacking your inspiration on this for advantage? Yeah. Sick. Yeah. All right. Sick. Uh Alok, what did you roll? I rolled a fifteen. Okay. Uh, Yon Yon, what did you roll? Uh, I used my inspiration, mm-hmm. and I rolled a one. Oh, my God. And then God. I used my inspiration, and I then rolled a nat 20. Oh, my you, God. You, dude, stop. You, stop. No, 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 no. What? No. You straddled? <laughs> yeah. I straddled. Okay. Uh, Matthias, what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a 15. Okay. Did you guys all use? Blake is upset. Did you guys all use inspiration <laughs> for this? No, I, I did I not. Think use we all have it. I have it. I, but ro- I, didn't I use wanted it. to roll under ten, but I rolled a fifteen. So I know I actually wanted a bad encounter really bad, but I was like, yeah. well, you can give me your nat twenty then, so it's cool. All right, Big, Biggle, what did you roll? I used my inspiration and I rolled a nine and a four. Wow, <laughs> dude. It all wow. evens out. It all evens when, out. When the all right, Dodge, hit me with happens it. Happens anyway. All right, are you ready, Blake? Yes, I am ready. That's a big 11. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're going to go A lock. First, I want you to describe something good that happens to you guys as you, as the five of you plus TP with this new group mentality, teamwork mentality, are traveling to Goldcrest. Ten, ten days. Um, okay. So, while we were on the road, one mm-hmm. of the days, um, it starts to get really hot. Mm-hmm. And off the side of the road, I can see a pond, um, like a watering hole. And Mm -hmm. I walk up to the edge of it, and I see that there are fish in it. And I I decide to go face first. I take I take off my um, (laughs) take off my hoodie, my sleeveless hoodie. Okay, and from, from your wife, yeah, yeah, and. Set down um, all my gear um, and Mia's doll, and I dive face first, um, stark <laughs> naked, into the into the pond, and I'm swimming around and I'm able to grab two fish with my bare hands, and I swim to the top, hold them above my head, 
and walk out holding the fish in my in the sky and I say looks like we've got dinner boys <laughs> and that's what we eat that night um we eat the two fish that I caught um in the fishing pod holy shit dude that's amazing that's awesome that is we just have we have this just awesome bonding moment where we're all just enjoying Alox fish yeah. that's great dude who does the cooking when we're on the road like uh, is anybody a good cook Oh, that's I'll, a good I'll question. Take, I'll take point on this meal just since I caught it. Um, kind of like you clean your, clean the fish you catch. So I'll clean them and I'll cook them. And it's, uh, it's a recipe that Elle has made for me a million times. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'm sharing that with you all. All right, great. Um, awesome. Uh, Matthias, something good that happens to you guys. While you're traveling, yes. Yeah, so, um, and it, it, uh, I, I, I want to clarify too. It doesn't ha- necessarily have to be to the group. It could, it can, if you want, be something specific to your character. Both good. This goes for both the good or bad things. Yeah. So I would say that what is it probably on you know the second or third day, we have been making good time. Everything's been mm-hmm. working really great. We make camp, you know, a solid, you know, five hundred feet off the road. And mm-hmm. Matthias is the first one up and he decides to just like be a dog and go running around. And he runs to the road to just kind of check it out. And he sees okay, great. a group of the Palisade from the Port of Legs that are charging down the road. Whoa. And he kind of runs with him for a little bit and the horses kick at him and he runs back to camp. And tells everyone to hold off for a couple hours to give them some time. Yes. Because the Palisade has just gone through. Yes. This is perfect. Oh, my God. You guys. This is so inspired. Okay, keep going. So then we're able to gather our things. And because Matthias knows that they're on horseback, they can make really good time that day. Uh, And they're able to make like a full day's travel knowing that they're free from the Palisade. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's the good thing that happens. Yeah, it's so good. Okay. So this, Biggle, you're going to be next, and you have to describe something bad that happens. But before okay. you do, I want to explain something that happens to you. To me? Yes. Uh, oh, no. And this is... Is it so, a good so thing? You, mm, I'll let you decide. <laughs> Just, I'll let you decide. Okay, I could put a I could put a positive spin on it. Uh, you instantly become thirteen years old. <laughs> so you guys, you guys left. You guys left in the middle of the night, right? So uh, you took a you 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 traveled for a few hours, got south of the city. You stopped went off the road so no one could see you took a long rest and then you continue on your travels for the next day early evening of the next day biggle Mm -hmm. you hear a voice you you hear a voice in your head and it's very clear and does it sound like somebody is talking to me or does yes or am i like it is fomble's voice and it is magically is speaking to your head. Oh, my God. And he says, I thought we were friends. 
We were going to build something together. I can't believe you did it. I Tell me you didn't, Biggle. All those people. Go ahead and make an insight roll. Uh-oh. That's good. That's a 20. You have a, you have a sending stone that Fomble gave you. Yep. He just used it to cast the spell sending and spoke directly to your mind. Oh. You can oh, fuck you have you guys. 25 words. And then you can't use this thing again. What do you want to say back if anything? Or do you want to just think on it? So you got you got a couple um, things to do right now. You have you have to decide if if you want to respond to Fumble and if so what you're going to say to him in 25 words or less. And you okay. also have to describe something bad that happens to you guys during this travel. And this okay. this on the tales this is like uh I'm going to say like in the uh in the actual chronology of events this is like maybe uh 24 hours before uh, this is like the day before Matthias sees the Palisade come charging down the road. Okay. It's buck wild. I can't. I, I've just, I'm over the moon with the way this is Blake's so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, okay. Let me see if I can make this. Let me see if I can play this out. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, okay, so, take your time. Yeah. So... Uh, I'm sitting at camp and I hear this voice in my head. As soon as I hear it, I start like walking. I'm like, I'm, I, it's like middle of the night. You said it wakes me up. Uh, no, it's, it's like early evening the next day okay. after you guys left town. Got it. Got it. Got it. After you guys okay, well, I'm going to like, I gotta, I gotta move around. I get up and I'm going to go like take a piss. Mm-hmm. And this voice is like in my head. I don't know. I walk away from the camp, and I'm, like, undoing, you know, my pant buckle and dressing down to, you know, take a leak or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm thinking about what I'm going to say back to Fomble, and, like, you do, like, when you try to pull your phone out to, like, look at something while you're peeing, and then you, like are trying to zip back up and then you drop your phone. <laughs> okay. That's like how it you always do. Ends up yeah. falling in the toilet. Yeah. That's what happens to me. I'm trying to buckle my buckle, but I got my sending stone in my hand and it oh falls god. out of my hand. Oh my god, and you pee like you like pee on it or you break it or something? I, well, I'm peeing and it falls out of my hand and then it just starts rolling down the side of the hill. And so I'm like looking around, I'm buckling my pants, I'm trying to like scramble down the hill to go after it, and I fall. And I slide oh Sending Stone and me down the side of the hill. Dude, that's so good. Okay, so what what happens to you and what happens to the stone? Like, are you injured? Is well, the stone damaged? Am I injured? Mm-hmm. Let's see. I rolled a 17, so I'm not injured. Okay, great. I love that you In fact, I get to the that. bottom, like, gracefully, which is surprising to me. Um, let's see if the stone is there. 
Ooh, I rolled a nine. I can't find the stone. Yeah, it's it's lost. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say with a nine, it's lost. Like uh, it's just straight up lost. Tumbled off into a ravine or something. You can't reply. You can't reply to Fomble. Um. And so I'm just standing there at the bottom of this hill looking around. It's gone. Maybe like plopped in the water or something. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. Uh, well, shit. Um, I guess. Uh, well, sorry, Fumble. I hope. Uh, well, good luck. That sucks. <laughs> and then I climb back up the hill. And I, <laughs> I, okay. About halfway up, I'm just like, A-Lock! A-Lock! Uh, yeah, boss. Uh, I mean, sorry, uh, Biggle. Yeah, Biggle. Yeah, give me, give me, I need nice. you to give me a hand. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, here, and I'll kind of hold on to, I imagine uh, Biggle was like peeing on a tree, maybe. Um, when he dropped the stone and fell down the hill, and so I'll be holding on to one of the branches and like reaching my arm just down completely the hill to oblivious pull him up. to the fact that it was the tree that he was peeing on. Yeah, well, I'm holding on to a branch. I'm he he can't pee that high. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I can. So, and so <laughs> I'm holding on. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know how how powerful this stream is. Um, was that is that a dex roll or what? <laughs> yeah, is this uh, stream height? No, you're. Uh, you'll just go. Yeah, you're, yeah. So I'm holding charisma, perhaps. I'm kind of like uh, stretch Armstronging from the branch down the hill to mm-hmm. pull him up. Great, nice. I do. Nice wisdom. Good. To, uh, I oh. I love that. Uh, Brett, thanks, uh, Alok. If you did not use your inspiration, or if you used your inspiration, go ahead and get it back. Okay. Yeah, dude, sweet. That was that was awesome, Aaron. Really, really rad. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right, so continuing with the traveling encounters and traveling experience, Dodge, you rolled an 11. Uh, something good that happens to you all. How, how far out of Goldcrest are we at this point? You you tell no. me. About how far out of... Clifftide? Clifftide. I actually have two questions. Okay. That's first one. Second one is where's the harp? The harp is in Clifftide. From what I understand, you guys left it. No, no, Alok has it. Me and Brett talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it the other day. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I was not aware of that. That's wait. No, no. I thought you guys left everything. No, 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 Trevor. Yeah. Uh, When we talked about that, um, I never brought it into work. I still have it. It's at my house. That's where it's at. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because we did say that I left it there before, but yeah, I I didn't bring when we talked the other day. That's what I thought we had established is that okay. I oh, still okay. had yeah. it. So you don't physically have it. I don't it, physically but you have, have it, it, but I still house. have it at my house. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, do I know that? Nope. I don't think um It doesn't well, make sense to me that Dodge would know that. But yeah, um, I don't Where would I think that it is? Hmm. I mean, I guess the last person you saw with it was me. Um, you can ask me about it. Yeah, I thought it was back in our 
vault. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. Well, to keep, I mean, I guess we can just to keep it to keep it with just like what everyone thought. It's it's in the vault. We'll just say that. I mean, okay. you know, I, we we hadn't really necessarily like. It's not like we played it out like the last. I we feel heard. like we specifically talked about this. The I last just don't week, remember I thought, what we, I thought we came did. The, like on tape. We had this discussion. Yeah. I don't no, remember on, what the on tape. Was. The last we the last we saw the harp on tape. Like in fiction, the last we saw the harp was during the respite after season two, uh, Alok was playing the harp with uh, Mia sitting in his lap. That was the last right. we saw the harp. Whether or not Dodge is aware that Alok still has it, like so, I mean, so it, in, in my mind, like it can it can be wherever you wherever you guys as players want to agree that it is. I'm fine with that. So if it's at, I'm if fine it, with it being if if it's in if it's in fiction that we Awok had it then Awok has it yeah I, I I mean it's up to you guys I really like like I said I'm not gonna have a group of bandits break into your right you know in um, your, well, like, I'm not I'm not just gonna like if if we haven't established it, stuff I mean, you know. I would, I mean, if we are fine with it, I'm happy to establish that I have had it on me this whole time. Okay. Like, cool. Okay. I Then A-Lock has it. Yeah, I got it, man. Okay, cool. I mean, so um, I'm going to say, I would like to use my role to say that when we're about, you say this is nine days total. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, how far is Goldcrest from cliff tide so uh it's it's about five days from port of the legs down to cliff tide and then another like three to four days give or take from uh cliff tide to Goldcrest. great i'm gonna say that the night after we leave cliff tide we run into a group one or more rat folk interesting in the wilderness as we're setting up camp okay are overtly threatening Okay. I'm going to toss that one back to you. And you're just going to toss that right back to me? Yeah. So I don't... That That is kind of a middle of the road. It could it could swing good or it could swing bad. You rolled for it to be good. Um, I'm going to use my plus, my 11 to make it that they're not trying to fight us. You know what I mean? From the beginning. Okay. Like the, whatever. Yeah. You, beyond that. It's up to uh, well, I... I will say that um, that okay. So they this is outside of Clifftide. They come, they ambush you guys uh, out on the outskirts when you're hiding off the when uh, when you're off the main road. They get the jump on you initially. Um, we'll say Dodge. It's your watch. Um, go ahead and roll a perception roll. Dodge. That's a big sixer. Yeah, they totally get the jump on you. Much like TP brought his blade up to your throat in the barn just a few days ago. It's just a, that's what they call the rat folk hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you get the rat folk hello. One of them says the the one with the the one with the knife says Give us all your valuables, and no one has to die. Otherwise, we kill everyone while they sleep. 
Now listen here, fella. What leads you to believe we have any valuables? Walk me through that. Because you're not a rat. Um, but I just rolled for TP's perception. I rolled a 14 plus 3 for him. He throws a knife right into this rat's skull. And in Rat Folk, he says to the rest of them, you'll get a new threshing if you don't leave immediately. Whoa, hey now, TP. That is the good thing that happens, is that Dodge gets ambushed by some Rat Folk just outside of Clifftide, but TP wakes up and uh, sends these Rat Folk packing. Thanks, buddy. Yon, yon. From a 1 to a 20, you get to roll. Describe something good that happens. Um, I, I feel like Yon Yon is, you know, like really just trying to turn a new leaf mm-hmm. with his compatriots here. Mm-hmm. So I think like him and Matthias just like have like a long talk, you know, and we can like RP this if you want or, you know, so Yon Yon is walking by Matthias and he looks to him and says, you know, I really want to turn a leaf with you. I really want to move forward. I really want to do better as compatriots. I appreciate this uh, gesture from you. I believe that uh, we may have gotten off on the wrong foot. You are a wizard of incredible capability that I've seen. And to be honest, I enjoy this work. And in a lot of ways, it is not work for me. And I don't think that it is work for Dodge or Airlock as much as it is not work for you and Biggle. This is exciting. It's more than what we expected. We've been through a lot. And this experience that we're now being criminals, there is no one that I would rather be in this position with than you. Wow. That's a bold statement from Matthias. I agree with you, Matthias. I mean, me and Biggle would not be standing here if it wasn't for you. And I want you to know that I recognize that. Honestly, Yonion, that is what we were looking for the entire time. Just an acknowledgement that we are the reasons that you're still standing. That this organization of the Black Goblet can continue its work, whatever weird shit that you're doing. I, I don't know what it is, but it's fun to be part of something that's bigger than us. And we've really tapped into something really dangerous. And that's fun. And I trust you, Yonon. I trust in your skills. And I trust you too, Matthias. Thank you. That uh, that means a lot to me. Now let's go kill fucking Larry. <laughs> yes. And I'll put out my hand. Okay. Great. That is a that's an awesome scene, guys. Uh, 
But because you rolled a 20, Yon Yon, you also get to roll from the treasure table. Something that you hey, find. You find a treasure hey. stored up Matthias's As ass. I'm saying, let's, kill, let's go kill no, Mary. I trip over him. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I imagine the way that this happens is when the rat float flee, the rat folk ambush happens, like they flee, one of them drops something like uh, that they had that they maybe did not recognize the value of. Uh, perhaps uh, we'll see, depending on what perhaps you roll. So go ahead and... Got one shotied. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm rolling a D100. D, uh... So two D10s. One of them's a 10s column, one of them's a 1s column. Yeah. Um, 64. Tight. This is actually amazing for you. This is this is the maybe the best thing that you could have not the best, <laughs> but this is really good. You find a uh a spell scroll. And it is for something that is beyond your capabilities currently. I'm gonna say I'll let you decide. Uh it's a third level spell. I'll let you decide what it is. Do I have to decide now? No. You know what? I'll let you flip through the third level spells, and at some point, uh, you can just tell me off mic. Um, cool. Yeah, but you find you find a spell scroll. Third level. Awesome. All right. Great. I I liked this. Uh, I, I thought that was some great storytelling um, from all you guys, and that really fleshes out nine-day journey, you know, down from the Port of Legs, around Clifftide, and then down to Goldcrest. Like, stuff's going to happen. And I, I thought that was really good. So at this point, I'm going to tell you guys what you know about the city of Goldcrest, and then we're also going to do, similar to what we did with the Port of Legs, we're going to do some, uh, some individual character uh, knowledge about the city. Uh, we'll see if we're, we'll get lucky enough to get another Jim Piece Kebabs. So uh, all the things that you guys so adeptly described uh, during the course of your travel from uh, the Port of Lakes down to Goldcrest, all these random encounters, as it were, quote-unquote. Well done, everyone, by the way. Uh, That was awesome. Uh, All this stuff happens on your nine-day journey down. But eventually you arrive at Goldcrest. And it is late fall. It's pouring down rain when you arrive and at this point i want to uh describe to you guys what you know about goldcrest and then you guys are going to we're going to do similar to what we do with the port of legs uh you guys are going to describe some character specific things about the city so what everyone knows what in, including you guys about goldcrest is that it it is the largest city on the western part of Sisoria. it's a huge port city and it because it's on the southern end of Sasoria, which is kind of a more northern continent, it has the most um, non-Sasorian port travel uh, coming into it. And so as a consequence, it's a very diverse city. If I were to give this city a real-world analog, um, like you guys just came from the Port of Legs, uh, that that's one of the bigger cities on the West Coast. That's that's like Portland. It's a city that has, you know, used to be a lot more scrappy, but it's since been gentrified. It has this veneer of money thrown over it. 
um, but it's still a small, big city. And so that's the Port of Legs. Um, the second biggest city in the western part is where Matias is from, which is uh, Gold Bridge. And that's like San Francisco. <coughs> but you guys are in Goldcrest. You're in fucking L.A. It's, it's real here. Uh, and, and it's awesome. But it has uh, a lot going on. It's pretty overwhelming um, if, you don't, if, if you don't have the right mentality. Um, what you also know is that uh, unlike the Port of Leg, Legs, which is, uh, you know, it's been kind of cleaned up, quote unquote, um, Goldcrest still has a pretty large criminal element. And in fact, there are quite a number of underground organizations that are vying for uh, power, essentially. And uh, we'll get into how that uh, we will potentially get into how that interacts with like law enforcement and uh, the authorities, the government, the state, as it were, uh, in a minute. But so, so this is this is kind of this is what you all know about the city. Big, huge port city, super diverse from other cultural influences um, and a, lo a, a large criminal element. Now I'm going to ask you guys some individual questions that are a little more I love pointed. that, like, I love that, like, we're criminals going to a criminal city. <laughs> this is just a great, a great vibe. Criminal yeah. city, oh yeah. Criminal town. So, uh, the first question I have is for Dodge. Dodge, you've been to Goldcrest before. This is where you met TP. There is in Goldcrest a lesser known tavern where one would one such as yourself would meet the more criminally minded. This may be where you met TP, maybe you met him somewhere else, but I want to know what the name of this tavern is. And who or what might be there? The name of the tavern is McNarley's. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> um, Mick McNarley. They've got this. Uh, they've got this. Their special drink is extremely cheap. It's it's just called Swill. And what it is is like when they get down to the end of like a keg or whatever, they just dump the rest of it in this like open bucket that's just at the end of the bar where they also pour like unfinished drinks and stuff like that. And yeah, they'll just pour you a glass from that for like, you know, whatever, whatever the cheapest price of the cheapest beer is, you can get it for you can get swill for half of that at McNarley's. Oh my god, dude! That's, <laughs> that's amazing. Swill. Okay, great. Um, Alok, you also have been to Goldcrest. You spent some time there, but you left there. You knew uh, Fancy Henry from season one. You knew Fancy Henry from here, and the, the kind of circles that you ran around in. So I want to know, much like Fancy Henry. Who is someone here in Goldcrest from your past 
that you absolutely do not want to run into. <laughs> okay. Um, so the person I absolutely do not want to run into at Goldcrest. In other words, is... who are you going to run into at McNarley's? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, not necessarily. Not necessarily, guys. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, man. There's so many ways I could go with this, and like two I think are really good. Okay. Why don't you hit me um, with both of them, and, uh, and I'll decide between the two. Okay. Sure thing. Okay. So one of them is... Um, a former employer who uh, recruited both me and Fancy Henry to work together. Holy shit. Okay. Um, and what's this so employer's that's one, name? This employer's name this is, is. We're going with this one, most likely. Oh, man. The other one's got a lot of flavor. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's, it's the wild card. Um, we could save it for another city. Um, the former employer's name is, we'll say, the wild card. They just go by the wild card. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll say <laughs> That's not what he was that, saying. That was I, not I, what I was saying. I know that. I know. I 100% know that, but I like the fact that this person doesn't actually have a name. They have a title. They have, like, a nickname okay. that everyone gives them. Yeah, save yeah. the other one for some other time. This is great. Yeah, believe it or not, fellas, I had a really bad employment experience with the wild card. <laughs> wild card. <laughs> All the- <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Yon Yon. There. So we're it- sticking with the wild card. Yeah, we're sticking with the wild okay. card. Uh, a former employer of yours, the same person that employed you and Fancy Henry at the same time. I love this. This is great. Okay, uh, Yon Yon. There is a person slash place slash thing here that is of particular interest to wizards. When they come to this city, and we're talking wizards from all over the world, who yeah. or what is it? So, it's a place, okay. and it's called Mister Whirly Durley's Magic Emporium. Oh God! <laughs> and it's he okay. did it. We got our new he gi- did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's basically it's just this. He gave us the magic store. Magical place. <laughs> it's just like. Crazy shit's going on at it. It's more of like a tourist trap kind of vibe. It, like it's just like here's all these little knickknacks. Is it like a Ripley's Believe It or Not? But like more, more like touristy. Less like like you might go in here and also leave depressed. <laughs> <laughs> like it's definitely like meant to be fun, as opposed to the normal Ripley's Believe It or Not, which leaves you invigorated and excited about the world. <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. <laughs> The Here's a guy that put a hole in his head. Cool, right? Um, <laughs> taking shots at Ripley's for no reason. All they're trying to <laughs> but, do is bring smiles. But it's it's a lot more fun and like vibrant and like definitely like a place that people are like, oh, you got to go here. It's really kitschy and it's really nice. But that's not why Youngin wants to go mm-hmm. there. In the basement, here it is. It's a front. In the basement is basic. It's a place called the Caged Treasure, and wizards know this place. As a as a place to go to buy, sell, and trade magical items. Okay. Ha-ha. So it's a magic shop underneath Ha-ha. the magic shop. And keeping on with theme of it being like a criminal a criminal vibe, it's like they don't talk about this place. It's a place that like 
sketchy wizards like Yon Yon know of. Okay. And it's a like so Mr. Whirly Durley's Magic Emporium is like this front that just has all this crazy fun shit going on. Everybody thinks it's just a tourist trap, but in the basement is the cage treasure, which is why this is tight. Where the we could do a whole campaign of the city at this point from what you guys are coming up Hang with. On a uh, we I have a question. Sorry, yeah. real quick. We are under the impression that Larry is here in this city. Yes. Okay. And how far from our normal home are we, Clifftide? Uh, I'm I'm just just gonna go ahead and say that because uh, I put three to four days travel. I'm just gonna say it's four days from. Would it Cliftide. have been prudent of us to bring the veinstone with us? It's too late. You're already well, here. We you're already we in. Know. You're already in Clifftide okay. or in Goldcrest. Okay, cool. You can't yeah, go back. Right. My bad. No, we wouldn't. Yeah, we wouldn't. Yeah, it would be physically way. impossible for us to do that. So, yeah. Well, it would have been nice to stop off at home and grab like a cart or something. That would have been pleasant for the journey. Do we have a cart? <laughs> I, I yeah. don't know. We could try to make one. We've done it already in one of the seasons. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, Yon Yon, your idea for Mister Whirly Durley's Magic Emporium slash the Caged Treasure uh, kind of steps a little bit on the toes of what I was going to ask Biggle, but um, I'll just let you guys have two of them. Biggle, there is a shop here that you, as a mm-hmm. tinkerer, have always wanted to visit. What is it? And mm-hmm. What does it sell? So this place. Um It's called Spinners. Oh, God. And um, what this place... Well, I like to go here for two reasons. Um, one, it's like... It's like Amoeba Records, where they just have, like, everything. But it's not like a place that you'd want to go... You don't want this in your hometown. You want to, like, have this be a destination when you go somewhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they literally sell the equivalent. Well, so I'm interested in it for two reasons. One, because they have this really cool contraption thing there where, remember like old school records before they were on vinyl where they were like a tube? And then yeah, 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 yeah. it was like engraved on the side and then they would spin like that. Okay. So that's that is a thing that happens in our time. Like, okay. You're That's, establishing those ex- records as a these real exist. thing in this, in this world. Yeah, but they're not like a record. They're like a tube, and it has stuff on it. But people aren't making music on them. It's like for... Um, they're making like, podcasts. It, yeah. yeah, it's like dictations. You know what I mean? Okay. So I, um, I've envisioned this being like uh, when you open a music box and you see the little like spinner thing and like the little needles hitting on the kind of. It's like that turned on its this, side. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that. So that cylinder turned on its. But side. But they come in. in so yeah, it's just the cylinder, and they come in like cardboard boxes or packaging. Some of them are like wrapped in paper or whatever. This place has like. At all of them okay okay it's like the amoeba records so they just have everything so whatever you're interested in if people have written or if people have produced one of these okay audible scrolls you can find it there so and wait. some of them are super rare and mm-hmm. some of them are you know picture books I, essentially some of them are comes place. alive <laughs> but i also like <laughs> 
I also like this place because um, the guy who runs the store um, obviously is another BattleBots geek. <laughs> and so okay. uh, he's a he's a person that I know of um, from that sphere that I want to talk to. But he runs this cool thing. He's another tinker. This is like his... This is me being an alchemist. He sells these scroll things. It's just like um, it's might have been the family a, business or whatever. You this is a man who likes value right here. Right. Witness. A man who likes what? Value. There you talking go. about yeah. you, man. Me? Yes. You had full value on that <laughs> shit. That was amazing. Yeah. Full value. Anyway, <laughs> All right, so great. Uh, Spinners. I'm, I'm gonna pop into this spot because I'm looking for a couple of things, and also I want to talk to this guy. Okay, what's his name? Uh, his name is Felix. Okay, and he's another gnome. So you have to come up with the last name. Felixel is his name. Then all gnomes end in an old. Oh well, doesn't he have a first name that last name? Kind of racist. what no his name is felix something i'll come up with the rest of the name felix something okay awesome uh matthias you are last and you get to roll some dice on yours what if his name is felix something all right hit me with it baby all right so uh there's two things that you're gonna roll for on a and you're gonna roll a d20 on a 12 or higher you get to decide you get to dictate this Anything below a 12, and it's just like it's uncertain. It varies from person to person. So the first one is you're going to roll on the general friendliness slash abrasiveness of the population of this city. So like, right. if you guys are asking Whoa, for directions, dude. if you guys are asking for help for something, on a 12 So glad plus, you didn't ask me to do this. On a 12 plus, you get to dictate what the average citizen of this town is like. All right, here we go. 13. All right. So what is the general friendliness versus abrasiveness of the people in the town of Goldcrest? Okay. So I assume that everyone here has been to New York at some point. Wrong. No. Okay. Um, Hope to never. (laughs) All right. I've seen 30 um, Rock. Yes. When you get to New York, there there is a big chasm. Between slow walkers and fast walkers. Okay. And if you were a slow walker, you are absolutely a tourist and you're marked immediately, right? And like everybody hates you. Okay. And then there's fast walkers. And if you're a fast walker and you got somewhere to be, everybody just kind of is like, all right, you're going where you got to go to. You're one of us. And I think that that metric exists in. Goldcrest, where like if you slow down for a minute, everybody around you is just like, fucking pick it up, get faster, go on, where are you going? Fuck you, man. Um, so I think that like that is a, a real shorts. way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's a big tell for when we enter Goldcrest that like we have to have a purpose and a place that we're going, or else we are going to get harassed immediately. Awesome. That's great. Yeah, you can't you cannot dawdle and and meander around eating kebabs. Yeah, like no, you you're, to, you, you gotta to go. go. Okay. 
Like, if this is a city that moves, and these are people that move with it, and if you're not moving with the city, you're out. Okay. Speaking of, I want you to roll again for one more feature of this town that you oh, get to dictate. Right. Picking this up is... a different dice here. All right. On a 12+, plus, you get to dictate. Otherwise, it's just unpredictable. It's a five, baby. Okay. Oh, no. You are rolling for the corruption level of the law enforcement. Oh, my God. So you don't get to dictate how corrupt or pure, as it were, the law enforcement is generally. It is now indeterminate. Congratulations, Nick. You rolled max corruption. Fuck uh, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah I guess I'm so. here for to it. Some, <laughs> to some degree. Uh, I- so, uh, like, you could have, like, if you'd rolled higher, you know, like you could have said, like, oh, yeah, they're all easily bribable. But now you just aren't going to know. You're not going to know if you have a dirty t- cop or a clean cop. Basically. Sweet. So. That's the best possible that, outcome. With all that collaborative storytelling and all that world building, you, the five of you, stand a quarter mile away. And even from this distance, you can see the walls of the city heading down to the main gate. The termination of the Coastway Road at the massive city of Goldcrest, wherein somewhere lies your collective quarry Horatio Larry and anyone and everyone that has betrayed you Biggle I imagine at this point you pull out the dragonfly And that's going to do it for this week. So, the organization of the Black Goblet is no longer a business. They are a team. That's right. No bosses, no masters, baby. And TP has so far proven himself loyal. But what is going to happen now that they are at Goldcrest, the city that always moves? Will they be able to quickly and successfully hunt down Larry or... Will their propensity for shenanigans and non-optimal decision-making dig them further down into the hole of trouble they find themselves in? To find out, tune in next time for Episode 3 of The Singing Door. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Uh, If you'd like to support the show, there are a few different ways you can do that. First, tell people about it. Share the show with someone who you think will enjoy it. Uh, Secondly, just... Go ahead, take a quick moment, and leave us a review. It only takes a second, but it's incredibly helpful and appreciated. Uh, Lastly, 
you can become a patron. Just go over to patreon.com slash diceboyspodcast and find a tier of support that makes sense for you. Not only does it help us out a ton, it also gets you access to a bunch of patron-exclusive stuff, including a supplementary podcast we do called Bonus Action. Um, In the most recent one, Drew and I sit down and have a really great conversation about the the traveling mechanic we used in this episode. So uh, in your, if you're interested in hearing more about that as, um, as well as some thoughts on the, on the usefulness of random encounters and the, the, the nature of third person role-playing. Um, yeah. If you're interested in those kind of conversations, you can get access to that and more at patreon.com slash dice boys podcast huge thanks to everyone else that has already signed up all right that's it take care everyone and as always thank you for all the games that you're playing the stories you're telling and the moments that you're making don't stop keep it up and remember the right play is the fun play (laughs) 